Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I'm the author of the film review website Quipster.net. You can find this and nearly 4,000 other of my written reviews at my website. Quipster.net is where to go, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be reviewing The Mummy. It's an action, horror, adventure, comedy, PG-13 rated for violence, action, and scary images, and for some suggestive content and partial nudity. The runtime's an hour and 50 minutes. The main star is Tom Cruise, with supporting roles going to Russell Crowe, Annabelle Wallace, Sophia Boutella, and Jake Johnson. Alex Kurtzman is the director, and the screenplay is credited to David Kep, Christopher McQuarrie, and Dylan Cussman. If you're familiar with The Mummy, you know that this kicks off yet another shared cinematic universe of films. This one is called The Dark Universe, and The Dark Universe will, if successful, put together the slate of classic monsters in the Universal Pictures arsenal. Those films will include Frankenstein and The Bride of Frankenstein and Dracula and The Wolfman and The Invisible Man and many, many others. This one draws much more star power in the form of Tom Cruise than the studio's prior attempt to do the same thing with Dracula Untold just a year before. Alas, if this is the new flagship property, it does not bode well for Universal. The Mummy is going to go down and rank as one of the bigger turkeys of 2017, perhaps the biggest, and one of the worst films in the career of its main star. Tom Cruise here, he's playing a roguish armed forces guy who's doubling as a tomb raiding antiquities procurer named Nick Morton. Nick Morton, along with his smart-alecky partner in crypts, Chris Vale, who's played by Jake Johnson, he earns his living digging up ancient artifacts and then selling those for the highest price he can get on the black market. Soon these two men join forces with a noted Egypt expert and archaeologist and Morton's chance to hook up in this movie, Jenny Halsey, played by Annabelle Wallace, while they're in Iraq, where they discover a mammoth underground burial site under the sand and that houses a mysterious sarcophagus that contains the dormant body of Amanet, this princess from ancient Egypt who was cursed to evil after an attempt to murder her family and then usurp the throne to become Pharaoh, she hoped. Now she's revived from her tomb, and she decides that Nick is going to be the new conduit to bring evil to Earth in the form of the god of death, Set. Now, in addition to A Mummy to flesh out the title, we're also introduced to Dr. Henry Jekyll, played by Russell Crowe. Jekyll is showing hints of that darker side that we all know will eventually take the form of Mr. Edward Hyde. Jekyll's the head of the Prodigium, which is this secret organization built on the premise that it will find, it will contain, and it will obliterate all evil on Earth. Of course, that means that Amonet is the top prey on their agenda now that she has emerged back on Earth. The Mummy, the film, is directed by Alex Kurtzman from a script from some well-known screenwriters in the form of David Kep, who recently just wrote the script for Inferno, the Dan Brown film. Actor Dylan Cussman, who also provided some teleplays for a show called The Steps. And then there's, of course, the frequent collaborator with Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie, who also penned Edge of Tomorrow. Alas, it's apparent that these scribes all took their turns cobbling this script together rather than work as a team because the tone of the film is completely schizophrenic. It never quite settles into a groove as an action, as a horror, as an adventure, or as a comedy feature. And what's missing here, despite lots of exposition to tell us otherwise, are stakes that we can believe in or care about at all as we proceed forward through this story that has no ability to fill us in the audience with any kind of awe or delight 
And when death is not even a permanent option for any character in this story, not even the threat of the complete annihilation of everyone we see on the screen seems to hold any weight. It's a pointless endeavor from that standpoint. Tom Cruise from the first scene is delivering a pretty campy take on the hero adventure. He has a forced jocularity that goes against the grain of his usual intensity. And that intensity would usually get us to take potential dangers as something substantial, but not so much here. Meanwhile, Amonette, who's supposed to be scary because she's covered with these ancient hieroglyphic tattoos and boasts, you know, if you look at her eyes, she has two pupils or two irises per eyeball. She's just pure evil personified, and that offers little joy or excitement beyond just having this wicked-looked character and for her to perform horrible deeds. Russell Crowe seems like what he is, just there to set up the tie-in for the characters to connect with those of the proposed entries in the Dark Universe, similar to the way Samuel L. Jackson did as Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Jake Johnson here as the requisite comic relief character. He doesn't really do or say anything particularly funny to merit his inclusion, unfortunately, for Jake Johnson fans. And as we never get rooted into these characters, some of whom are living, some are dead, some are undead, when the big set pieces involving such things as nasty birds or zombie armies swimming around, they come our way and they merely serve initially as eye candy and that gets quickly redundant as we realize that the stakes of those scenes are not established as particularly important, at least not to us, and given that we know there's no permanence in losing one's life, especially since there are franchise expansion considerations made obvious from the outset, nothing can surprise us and nothing else seems to be built to delight or to frighten us, and that leaves it all quite mind-numbing in execution. The final act in this movie, which is quite prolonged, yields little but spiritless CG entities who are circling around the protagonists, and those protagonists themselves are also churned through a lot of computer-generated work that renders them with obvious and gimmicky artificial enhancement, so it all just looks like a video game gone amok. And the only thing truly funny about The Mummy is that there are people of talent involved that think this is the sort of thing that might actually get audiences charged up for more of this extended universe of campy horror. And the only thing scary is the idea that we will likely suffer through more of the same for the foreseeable future should Universal proceed according to its plan. Just like the real Mummy, post-embalming of course, the movie that bears its name is a soulless undertaking that has had its brain shrunken and no trace of heart to spark it to life. I'm giving The Mummy a low, low one and a half stars. And one and a half stars on my scale means that I do think this is a poor movie. I really caution everybody to steer clear of this movie unless you're just some hardcore Tom Cruise fan that has to see everything he does or just really, really interested in the dark universe. But I, I really don't see why you should pay more than cheapy cheapy matinee price. I mean, this is really a very disappointing movie all around and one I really could not recommend to anyone with any shred of confidence at all. So one and a half stars goes to The Mummy, probably the bigger disappointment I've seen so far in the summer. But it's a long summer, so there's always a chance that something else could be even worse, God forbid. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to click that subscribe button, and you'll continue to get all of my reviews as they come out throughout the course of this year and beyond. And if you want to hear more of my podcasting work, you can also check out the In Session Film Podcast, because I do work with JD and Brendan on the extra film segments of that show. So go to InSessionFilm.com. Look for those extra films and you will hear more of my work there. So thank you once again. And until next time, please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 